This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Thursday, January 21st. We're headed into the championship weekend. Excited to break it down, to make some bold predictions, and to do so. Got super friends here, Ryan Wilson and John Breach. What's up, fellas? Hello. Subscribe to my SoundCloud and check out my latest mock draft. And follow me on Instagram. I post one picture a year. It's always great. <laughs> Didn't even promote your newsletter. <laughs> I thought we were promoting random things that no one was going to follow, like Ryan SoundCloud. Yeah. I was making the SoundCloud joke because that's what always people always say when their tweets go yeah, viral. Yeah, and if they don't have a SoundCloud, they push their Instagram. I was in on the joke, and Brent's oh. trying to ruin it by pushing me on the newsletter. But next time I go viral, I'll mention the newsletter. You should definitely be like subscribed to my newsletter. I'm going to try so hard to go viral this weekend. Everyone follow me on Twitter and see how hard I try. By the way, shout out to the, uh, the, the Twitter, the Bills fan who tweeted at me and Breach and referred to <laughs> Brinson as Benson, uh, the Bills hater. So if we call uh, Brinson Benson, you know who we're talking about. That is our, as our friend, Buffalo Anarchist. Yeah. <laughs> we're his new favorite pod and we need to dunk more on Benson. <laughs> Right. Uh, in the feed, the Brady Quinn football show, pew, 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 from Wednesday. Uh, we will be making bold predictions and previewing the conference championships on this episode. And then coming up tomorrow, best bets for the conference championship. Uh, also coming up this weekend, not just football, big time football games, but leading into it, the notorious Conor McGregor is back. UFC 257 is this weekend live from Abu Dhabi in the Emirates. Conor McGregor will be headlining UFC 257 versus Dustin Poirier. This will be their second time fighting. Conor won the first match via TKO in the first round, but that doesn't mean we should cut out, cut, count out Dustin, who is 10 and 2 since losing to McGregor back in September of 2014. Morning combat with a K are, uh, our, our podcast for, uh, for, for UFC. I think we, they split them up. It used to be wrestling and UFC and MMA and stuff. They split them all up. Now Morning Combat. What a great name. It's a place to get all your UFC 257 seven content, fire interviews, and more previews with UFC Hall of Famer Rashad Evans. And, of course, instant reactions to UFC 257 right when it ends. Download and subscribe to Morning Combat on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts are found. Did you, uh, did you guys happen to catch... Tony Romo making a scorpion uh, reference on the divisional game. He goes, Get over here. They showed, they cut to Andy Reid with that little beak mask that he had on in all red. Yeah. I saw the mask because at the post game press conference, it looked like Andy Reid had pulled it down. He was wearing an ascot, which I thought was pretty, pretty dope. You know what I'm talking about with scorpion, right? No. Oh my God. You guys breach. I, I know into the, I know the podcast that you made me listen to that was really good about the scorpion song. No, no. The, in from Mortal Kombat. I didn't, I never played Mortal Kombat. He would shoot out Debo? 
He would shoot, he nope. would shoot out the little grappler gun that would grab the guy. You go, get over here. How does Tony Romo manage to make that joke on national television? And you fools at your age range don't know what Mortal Kombat is. I'll give Debo I, I know what Tony Romo is. I'll give Debo a break here. Are you kidding me though? Break? I want to see how you would respond. I just want to point out that. No, I know what Mortal Kombat is. Of course I know what Mortal Kombat is. You know, Scorpio was like, get over here. I'm just going to say Emirates, Emirates is what Brinson just said is going to turn into the new seal because. How do you say it? The United Arab Emirates. My guy, my guy was. Oh my God. Hold on. Sorry. I was, I was zoning out when Brinson does reads. What do you call it, Devo? Just so I know. The Emirates. Oh my. I thought you were, I thought you were telling me some like a MMA guy's name. No, just Brinson can't read words. <laughs> and he made fun of me for not being able to pronounce words. What a Benson. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kind of proud of myself for getting Abu Dhabi on the fly. Without any- <laughs> oh, thank God for Debo for, for stopping us and pointing out the Emirati. we got to cut that. And I need a button. So every time he plays Mathayu, <laughs> Tyron Mathayu, I can play Emiratis. You know, take Emiratis to Abu Dhabi? I said Abu Dhabi, right? You did, uh, but that's half wrong. Uh, my wife always threatens to sell her dog to Abu Dhabi, which I'm like, go ahead, sell him. I don't care. Um, anyway, the AFC Championship coming up on Sunday evening, 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. You can watch it on CBS, of course, and on CBS All Access. If you don't have a CBS All Access account, what are you doing with your life? Go get it. It's cheap, and it contains tons of great content. Wilson watches all kinds of shows on CBS All Access. Ranger, Love Boat. Reno 911, Chappelle I Show. I mean, it goes on and on. Now he's not even kidding. Anything that's been on the uh, Viacom CBS network is probably on there. So go check it out. Uh, and little uh, uh, life hack, if you want it, go to sportsline.com slash join. Use promo code EDGE. Get your first month of Sportsline for free, and you get a free CBS all-access account with that as well. The Bills at the Chiefs. Chiefs are minus three in this game. The over-under is 53 and a half. Um Full disclosure, we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon for a Thursday podcast. So don't ask why. It's just how it works. And Patrick Mahomes, of course, not cleared. We'll know more as we get closer. But it, you know, I think that this is probably just the line and where it is. Like, I don't, I don't think we're going to see a crazy shift unless Mahomes is just ruled out, Breach. Yeah, absolutely. So I, and this is, if you like the Bills and you're listening this Thursday and Mahomes still hasn't been cleared and it's still at three points, that's where you say, all right, well, I should probably bet the Bills now because if Mahomes doesn't play, if there is, I think he's going to play, I think we all think he's going to play. And that off chance, you know, we're talking about what the point spread might turn to if Mahomes is ruled out and, and anywhere between Buffalo being favored by three to six points, if Chad Henney is the starting quarterback for the Chiefs. So, uh, obviously, it is something to keep an eye on because this is, this is a make or break game. You know, this is, this is it. And if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play, it's a completely different game as we all know. I mean, state the obvious. Mm. I agree. I'm doing something <laughs> now. Go ahead. Uh, look, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think if, if it's a Chad Henney game, I don't know that the Bills roll, but I mean, I think you feel pretty good about the Bills ability to win the game. I, I you know, what's Chad your Henney. line? What's your line if it's Chad Henney? I said this, I was on the, uh, on You Better You Bet with Nick Costas and Lockie Lockerson. And I said, you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I'll say Bills minus six if it's Chad Henney playing. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. How's that crazy? 
They're going to have 16,000 people there again, I would imagine. That's what they had last week in Kansas City. And Chad Henney, look, if we're willing to take out that arm punt interception in the end zone because Andy Reid took all the, the, took the credit for the play call and assuming he's not just falling on the sword, it was legitimately Andy Reid's fault. Chad Henney didn't play terrible, terribly. And he still got the playmakers. They're not afraid to run the ball. Their defense is okay. Their defense is as good as the Bills defense, but I don't think my, minus six sounds crazy high. Or plus six if you're the Chiefs. Let me yeah, ask I mean, the, the, we did see that they played without Patrick Mahomes last year for two games. They almost beat the Packers, and they did beat the Vikings, and they were underdogs in both games because people just assumed, hey, Mahomes is gone. There's no way they're going to win. And Reed's system is just so uh intuitive for a quarterback that they can run it. The, the, uh, you can almost plug in any quarterback. And obviously they're not running it as well as Patrick Mahomes, but they're running it at about 80% efficiency and that's about what you need to compete in an NFL game. So I do think that six points, probably the high end, I think it would be about three and a half personally, but six isn't completely crazy because it's Chad Henney in an AFC title game, and he's never started a playoff game in his life. Patrick Mahomes is ruled out in a hypothetical. I, should I was like, geez, <laughs> start, start with that, Brinson. Uh, let's <laughs> say that Patrick Mahomes is ruled out. I said he is just not playing. You're, you're basically Michael Scott when he announces that, uh, he ran over what's her face. He, he, <laughs> she's gone. She's gone. Yeah. Um, or the, uh, that's the arrested development thing too. Like, you know, he's like, he's like, we lost him. It's like, what? No. Yeah. He jumped right out the window. Right. Leave with that. Yeah. Um, you're asked to pick the game against the spread for CBS. Our editors tell you that the line is Bills minus three with no Patrick Mahomes. What pick are you making? Breach and I have already made that pick, I do believe it. Um, I think the Breach is on the same page as me. We're both all in on the Bills. Right. So you, but like, if you, like, you would hammer, you would love the Bills at minus three with no Brenton Mahomes. is justifying his pick is what he's doing here. No, I, I understand. I understand. I just think, I'm saying that at Bills minus six, I think I would be like, uh, it's probably a little. You think everyone hard. in the world hammers Bills minus three with no Mahomes and people think about it twice at Bills minus six. I would hammer anything single digits if Mahomes doesn't play. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, I hammered Bills plus three for the for our picks on the website. Right. Yeah, I think that's what you guys are kind of missing here. You like the Bills to win anyway, and the Bills plus three. Like you got to understand if the no Mahomes. Like I mean, I think it, I don't think it'll get to Bills minus ten. I mean, that's outrageous. And oh I, that point, stop, stop it. It's not gonna get to but like, but everyone is going to if the Bills are minus three, everyone will take the Bills minus three with no Mahomes. Yeah. But Bills plus three is what is that now, or what it opened at anyway? Right. But they don't settle. I mean, like they don't. They're not trying to set like the appropriate line. They're trying to set a line that gets action on both sides. And I think that's Bills minus six. That Packers game last year, the Packers were six and one going in. The Chiefs were five and two. So both good teams. Sure. Right there. No Mahomes. Packers were favored by five. And that game was in Kansas City with no Mahomes. The other game that he missed was the Vikings game. That one was also played in Kansas City. And the Vikings were uh, hey. six and six and two going into that game and the chiefs were five and three and the Vikings were favored by five and a half. Really? That and much. For what the were the two outcomes of those games? The outcomes were the Packers won by a touchdown and cover the five and the chiefs beat the Vikings by three. So covered they were five, as a five and a half point underdog. If the Packers and the Vikings are five point favorites in regular season going into Kansas City in a non COVID year, the Buffalo Bills, one of the best teams in football, whose only losses were to the Titans and the Chiefs in back to back games in a COVID situation where they had to play on a Tuesday and then on a Monday instead of a, a, a Sunday and a Thursday. And then the other losses on a Hail Mary to 
uh, Kyler Murray, very improbable Hail Murray, Hail Mary, then they are not going to be three point favorites. Who but that's my point bringing up the Packers game. Cause I, you know, it's not the playoffs, but it's a similar situation where you have Aaron Rodgers versus a backup quarterback. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to be favored by a touchdown, but it was only five points. Okay, I think you're kind of proving my point, but sure. No, that's fewer points than you would think, and you think five or six, and I think fewer. I think I I think three and a half or four. Okay. Yeah, I, I think yeah, six. But is, it, we're six so close, so there's no, you know, like I like I think you could absolutely be correct here. I don't think it's crazy. Like Wilson thought it was crazy. I don't think anybody's taking Kansas City plus three with Chad Haney. <laughs> that's what I think. And then that is why they have billion dollar hotels in Vegas because everybody will pound the bills. The Chiefs will cover. And the house wins. Yeah, I mean, I can see the Chiefs keeping it within three. We'll see. Um, anyway, I mean, like, what do you do? Uh, I, I guess we'll let's do bold predictions, and we'll sort of flesh out the game that way. What is uh, what's your bold prediction for this game, Wilson? I'm gonna go with the ones I went with on HQ on um, Monday night. Josh Allen, four touchdown passes, and you might say, and I'll repeat what I said on Monday. You might say, well, Josh Allen threw four touchdown passes on four separate occasions. During the regular season. Fine. So it's not that bold. So I'll add two more touchdowns of the rushing variety. Six total touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Quite the uh, quite the evening for Josh Allen on Sunday night. Are I mean, we grading what, it? What's the – sort of walk me through in your head the six-touchdown scenario. Like you just think the Bills are going to bludgeon the Chiefs. Chiefs defense isn't that good. Six touchdowns is a lot of touchdowns. Josh Allen is – in your heart, my heart, and Breach's heart, we all know it, is the MVP. <laughs> what is this weird troll? What heart are we working with? No, you're making it, you know, it's got to be bowls. I'm making it bowl. Like, four touchdowns isn't that bold. He, he did it four times during the year. So, I mean, like a quarter of the time, he threw four touchdowns in the game. So, I'm just, um, you know, I'm ramping up the boldness a little bit with the, the two brushing touchdowns because he's, you know, he's a pretty good runner. So he'll well, throw, I, he, I think he's, like, top 15 in the league, at least, in uh, red zone rushing attempts. Yeah, so, you know, mixing for, up. For a quarterback, that's really high. The only Cam Newton was up there with him. So that's not crazy, the idea that he would rush a, a couple of Six times. touchdowns is insane. I mean, only Alvin Kamara had six, right? Is that right? Or just five? He had six rushing. Right. So, I mean, it can be done, but, it, you know, when's the last time before Alvin Kamara did he do it? Yeah, I, I, mean, make it- I think in that scenario, obviously, Mahomes is playing because that's the only way that the Bills run the score up. Like so that. disrespectful to Chad Henney. What if he comes out slinging? I just think if the Bills have Chad Henney in there and they get a – 21 point lead. They are going to melt the clock and not try and take shots on the field, but they you know, did it on that last drive. And we all applauded Andy Reid for having, you know, elephant onions as breach breaches onion words. My a different situation than having a big lead. They're up five. Uh, all right. So here is a fun fact for Ryan's bold prediction in the Super Bowl era. Only one quarterback has ever even thrown four touchdown passes with one rushing touchdown. Oh. No one's ever done two. Who did the one? That's a, I'm so this two. would be an all-time NFL record. Don't in, tell us. In the, this is only the championship round. This is not the whole playoffs. Just right. NFC or AFC championship. Michael Vick. Incorrect. Did Michael Vick make it to an AFC, NFC championship game? I think he beat the Packers one year and they got to the AFC championship. Uh, oh, AFC. AFC or all, any championship. This is any, either. Yeah. yeah, they beat the Packers that year. I think one year and they got to the NFC championship game. I could be wrong. All right, give us a give us a hint. Decade I will give you a hint right now, and you are going to get it because uh, this hint is so good, and your first guess was so good. Uh, right team, wrong quarterback. Oh, Matt Ryan. Team Matt Ryan is it? Matt Ryan, and wow. he did it against the Packers. Wow. I was trying to 
I was trying to think of the quarterback that took him to the Super Bowl when um, Eugene Robinson got in trouble. Who was that? 2016, they beat the Packers 44-21. Matt Ryan threw four touchdown passes and had one rushing touchdown. And they won that 44-21. I have an addendum to my bowl prediction. I guarantee you Matt Ryan didn't do this. One of the touchdowns will be a batted ball that Josh Allen catches and runs in. Okay, that's just absurd. (laughs) But that's not a rushing touchdown. That's a receiving touchdown. Oh, so that means he, that means he, oh, oh, that, <laughs> jam while it in his hands and said, up, up and away. It's a, it's a passing touchdown. It's a so, passing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. We saw Marcus Mariota do it against the Chiefs, against the Chiefs. Ducking yourself, Benson. <laughs> uh, and in the Super Bowl era, only six quarterbacks, oh! only six quarterbacks have, and this is actually a surprisingly low number. Six quarterbacks have thrown four touchdown passes in the championship round. Those teams went six and zero, oh, uh, and most of them won pretty handily. We're going to the yeah, Super Bowl, if, baby. If Josh Allen scores six touchdowns. <laughs> the Bills are winning this game. Well, I mean, if Mahomes is playing, he can win in a shootout. You can win forty nine to forty two. That's not that crazy. I don't know, buddy. I think if I think if Josh Allen gets six touchdowns, this thing is over. Well, let me put it this way: if I just said he throws four touchdown passes, that's like a C minus grade. So I had to had to ramp it up a little bit, make it a little spicier. I don't think that's a C minus. He's done it a quarter of the time, and as Steve noted, he only had one game this year with with uh, two rushing TDs this season for for Joshua Allen. I mean, it would be the single greatest game. I mean, although last year against the she, the Texans, Mahomes had five passing touchdowns. There you go. Mm. Did he have a rushing touchdown in that game? He did not, but he had fifty three rushing yards. Ooh, that's a. That's a pretty good afternoon for. That was a pretty good afternoon. The following week against Tennessee, he had that big rush for a touchdown and then three other passing touchdowns. Not and looking so crazy. Against the 40, against the 49ers and two passing touchdowns. Not looking so crazy. I like it. Right, it's possible. Look, the Chiefs defense did very good. Uh, all right, Breach, you got a bold prediction? Uh, I guess I'm going to ride this Josh Allen train here. I am going to say Josh Allen by himself. Totals 450 yards. So that's basically Wilson's prediction, except way less bold. Uh, Are you kidding the, me? Nobody's ever done points. that. He that's, can throw for, well, you know, that actually is a lot. So he, even if he throws for 350, that still means he has to run for 100. Run for 100, throw for 375, he has to run for 75. No, only two quarterbacks have ever thrown for 400 or more yards. So the odds are he's not going to hit 400. In a conference championship game? In a conference championship game. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I pretty bold. I'll throw give that you that. In. I feel like so the thing is, was, you know, on HQ, we both said Josh Allen predictions. I got to go first on HQ, and Wilson got to go first here. Was and, I on there? Yeah, you were on there. Wilson got cut off. That was where Wilson's mic went out, and then they hung up on him, and then uh, he took a nap. Could you see my face at least? We could not. Oh, I went first because I had an Aaron Rodgers one, and then I just checked out. Didn't listen. No, yeah, like four, four fifty is actually bolder than it, it initially appeared. Yeah, that's a good thing about breach. It, it's out. That's but see, I think four. I think four fifty is more likely than six touchdowns. Four fifty is a ton. Six touchdowns. Although he, eh. right, he could throw for four fifty, just because like they're having to just because they can't run the ball, which is entirely possible. The Bills' run game is not good. Well, worth remembering, Roethlisberger threw for over five hundred yards. He threw the ball sixty-eight times in that in that first round game against the Browns. <laughs> yeah, but like he had like twenty-five yards at half, four picks, and fifty. Well, I mean, the point is, if they're trailing 
and he has to come out slinging. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the game. The 450 total yards is the Bills are down 21-10 early on. and I feel like 450 is like probably 9, 10 to 1. The six touchdowns is like 30 to 1. Probably more than that. Probably. But, I mean, 450 is is doable, but it's you're still not going to, you know. And the closest anybody's ever came uh, to 450, I was looking at the 400-yard passers. The closest was actually Colin Kaepernick, who rushed for 181 yards. Oh, nope, that wasn't a championship game. But he, he in the playoffs, he did total 444, um, but not a championship game, so it doesn't count. Uh, I, William Hill does not have the prop bets up, unfortunately. Six touchdowns? That's weird. <laughs> well, usually you can go and, like, see what the – you can go and see, like, you know, three, what are the odds for Josh Allen to have three touchdowns? Although those would be three rushing touchdowns. So I guess you wouldn't want to. Yeah, I bet the passing over under. All right. How about I just switch it to rushing yards? How about he leads the entire game in rushing yards? No, like 450. Total. It's 450? Yeah, 450. Mm-hmm. Fine. This bowl. Okay. Okay. Um, but I was going to say, you guys are both big on the Bills here. That's what it sounds like. That's what our Buffalo anarchist said about you, Benson, that you're not on the Bills. You hate I, mean, them. I will say that, like, you know, I'm sort of riding like a five game ice streak on fading the Bills, like a full. <laughs> um, what, uh, what is this just like you just kind of feeling the vibe the Bills have? Do you think, like, schematically, they're an upgrade, like a, at a clear advantage? Is it the Mahomes injury? And the one thing people really not talk about with Mahomes either is, I mean, let's assume that he gets back on the field with the concussion thing. My man was a little gimp-toed with that foot situation. He ran for a first down. It was like like he was like hobbling on a walker. Yeah, it looked like he stretched his toe on one of Sorry, the you playing And uh, for people, Schefter tweeted on Tuesday that Mahomes is dealing with a foot issue. He didn't even mention the toe completely. He said the whole foot. And, like, if Patrick Mahomes isn't as mobile – so he plays, but he's dealing with that toe or foot – if he's not as mobile as he usually is, that takes away a huge element of their game. Because the last time we saw Patrick Mahomes come back from a foot injury was 2019 season. We talked about the Vikings and the Packers games that he misses. Well, the game he came back was against the Titans, and the Titans beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs kind of cut down their playbook a little bit because of Mahomes' mobility issues. And you could see it. There were times where he wanted to run, but then you could see him do the second thought. We're like, no, I can't take the chance. I can't get injured again. And it wouldn't be surprising at all if he has those same thoughts in this game, you know, because he might think about taking off running. But, oh, if I take a hit and I'm knocked out, we're going to lose. So I can't afford to take off running. So it it does kind of change things if his foot or toe is bothering him. Preach. Anything is possible, according to Patrick Mahomes. So don't be a jerk. Is that about a hen? That you know? Henny, Henny thing is possible. Oh. That's what Patrick Mahomes tweeted. After I thought we were talking about chickens. Uh, so we don't. No, I'm just kidding, Chad Henny. I know. I, I, I'll say this. This, I mean, I'm sort of leaning towards the Bills too. I think I picked. This oh, team. you can't jump on new room. Too late. Well, let's Damn. get your bold prediction, and then you can tell us h- how you came to that. Do whatever the hell I want. It's my show. Um, my bold prediction is that the uh, Bills hold Travis Kelsey to less than 75 receiving yards. Okay. Good. The ball? 50? Yeah, it's got to be like 30. 30? I mean, how about 50? All right, 50. Which is pretty good. No, 75's not. I mean, that's, that's like a, that's like a, a blank bowl prediction. It's probably his over under. It's like 75. Yeah, 50's better. Um, I think 50's good because he only went under 50 once this season. Okay. okay. There so it happened, but it's very rare. And I mean, look, that's, 
it probably not going to happen. Not a good bet, I would guess. But the way they attack with the linebackers and the the pieces they have in the secondary, I really think that 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 this is sort of a like the more I think about it, it's sort of a bad matchup for the Chiefs. Like I think the Bills are a decent matchup for the Ravens and the Colts because they're power run teams. And they can play the kind of defense that's going to limit what the Bills do from an explosive offensive perspective. I tend to think that the Chiefs sort of open up what the Bills do best, both from a like taking shots down the field and being aggressive in 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 terms of their passing game by Buffalo, and then you know Kansas City can run the ball and Darrell Williams look pretty good, but they're not a great running team. It doesn't feel like Who? I, the Chiefs. Oh, well, they're better than the Bills, but yeah, they're not great. But, and, and yeah. Clyde Edwards Alaire went off on the Bills in the first meeting. What's he that? rushed for Clyde Edwards Alaire went off on the Bills in that first meeting. That was his, that was his like breakout game. It was his breakout game, but I think two things. See, I, I don't really pay attention to that first meeting because it was that game that just kept getting moved. So you're the Bills. They're playing the Titans in week five and that game kept getting moved. So they didn't know when they were going to play the Titans and the Chiefs game the week after in week six kept getting moved and they didn't know when they were going to play the Chiefs. And I know we kind of talk about how they were rescheduled, but when you're trying to like game plan and you don't know if the Chiefs game's even going to be played in week six because the Titans game keeps getting moved. So then what ended up happening was the Chiefs game got moved from Thursday to Sunday to Monday and the Bills played on Tuesday in week five. The Chiefs played on Sunday in week five. So the Chiefs got two extra days of preparation of uh rest and the Bills are sitting there on Monday and Tuesday. They don't even still don't even know if they're going to play the Titans because the game still could have been canceled. And so that created this weird dynamic, I think, in that Monday night game. And despite all that, you know, the Bills were still, it was 23 to 17 in the fourth quarter and ended up being a nine point game. So I thought the Bills played okay to, considering the circumstances. Sure. And so I think it's tough to like consider how not great they played in that game. Cause they'll be 10 times better here. Plus they're getting one more day of rest than the Chiefs are. And uh, I'll, uh, I was just say worth worth noting that uh, this is from our buddy uh, Aaron Schatz of Football Outsiders. The Bills run defense before their Week 11 bye ranked 24th in DVOA. Since their bye, including the playoffs, it ranks seventh in DVOA. So they have gotten much better against the run. They had their two worst weeks of the year against Arizona uh, and then Kansas City in Week Six. Yeah, and I've been saying it for the last two and a half months. They've been blowing guys out in their victories, and the Chiefs been winning by one score. So that counts for something. And I think the Bills are playing with a ton of confidence. The Bills on the eight-game winning streak, seven of the eight games have been double-digit wins. And the only one that wasn't was the Colts' playoff game. And one other thing about getting extra rest, the teams that play on Saturday in the divisional round are 16-6 and six in championship games over the past 11 years. Oh, yeah. And the Sunday teams have only swept – the championship games one time over the past 15 years. I, I mean, that feels that would mean the, the Chiefs and Buccaneers sweeping has only happened once over the past 15 years. It, it does feel like that's a little like, I mean, are the, or do you always have a one seed playing on Sunday? No, the schedule is random. Right. That's what I'm saying. So like it, it, it well, could be a little bit of like the one seeds played on both the one seeds played on Saturday. You know what I mean? Well, well, the fact that the schedule's made randomly says that you have these random teams on Saturday and getting one extra day of rest over the Sunday teams has seemed like a benefit if you're 16 and 6 over an 11 year period. Yeah, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's, 
there's other variables that play into that because it's random. You can't say, oh, you know, this definitely works. And you know what I mean? Like, it's not like always the five seed or always the one seed. I, I know what you're saying. I mean, like, it makes sense somewhat. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do some NFC bold predictions. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, the NFC matchup. Buccaneers at Packers. Packers minus three and a half over under 50 and a half. Uh, Breach, we'll start with, oh, you know, we forgot to grade the bold predictions. Um, I'll give you guys both a B minus because they're the exact same prediction. I'll give myself an A plus because it's. Well, you should give Wilson a better prediction then because his was before mine. I copied off him then if you're going to. All right. I'll, yeah. give you, uh, I'll give Wilson a B plus. Breach gets an F if he's cheating. That's right. Incomplete. Failed for cheating. That's ridiculous. Yeah, what's, Kelsey, you... what's Kelsey less less than 50 yards get you? It's a lot better than 75. 75 is a D minus. So 50 is, as Breach pointed out, the, the stats. So I'll give you a B plus on that. All right. Well, me and Wilson predicted something that's never been done in a championship game. Brinson's <laughs> predicting something that Kelsey literally did this season. Uh, so I'm giving him an F. I give Wilson a B minus for stealing my prediction from HQ and then going first here. And I give myself a Ooh. He didn't have that on HQ, though. This wasn't Josh Allen four touchdowns, was it? No, it was Josh Allen passing and rushing yards combined. What was yours on HQ, Wilson? The four touchdowns plus two at the end. Because remember I said I'm better than you because you had five for uh, the next one? Enough. I didn't listen to anything after I stopped talking. <laughs> all right. Well, then I don't know why you're asking me. because now, now you guys know, all our listeners know if they watch HQ, what Brinson's, what's going through his head when me and Wilson are talking. Because our we go full screen to whoever's talking. Brinson's back there like playing Angry Birds on his phone. Well, no, no, playing, like, playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I mean, if I go first on the bolt predictions and they go full screen on each one, I'm gonna shut, like, I'm gonna talk and then get done and then start playing with my computer until I hear Breach wrap up and then like kind of toss my head up and be like, yeah, all right, see ya. Cause I know that the show's over after that. That's, that's how professional does it. That's right. All right, Ron Burgundy, let's go. What's next? NFC championship game. Bucks at Packers. Packers minus three and a half over under 50 and a half. Breach or Wilson? Who goes first? Let Breach go first so he won't cry. Aaron Rodgers throws twice as many touchdown passes as Tom Brady. I thought you were going to say as Aaron Rodgers throws twice as many touchdown passes as Wilson predicts Josh Allen will. I was going to say, what if Tom Brady <laughs> throws four touchdown passes? And he's got to throw eight. <laughs> That's how math works. Um, you know what? I like that. This is a good, this is i I'm going to give this an A, an overall A. First of all, it's twice as many. It sounds bold. It sounds crazy. But when you think about how these defenses set up, if the Buccaneers are going to win, it's probably running the football, Right. And so I think they'll try and feed Leonard Fournette and feed Ronald Jones. 
uh, down near the red zone, Mike Evans could certainly be a, a substantial weapon for them, but I think they'll try again, try and run Leonard Fournette. And then the Buccaneers are a pass funnel. Aaron Rodgers is going to have to throw the ball if they want to move against the Buccaneers. And so I think there's a very good chance that Rodgers could have three to one, four to two, you know, I, I two to one. Sure. Would two be to one the, uh, th- that's the lucky one. Yeah. One to, one to zero, you don't win. Yeah, I know. I understand math, Ryan. Zero, you can't multiply by zero. It's an infinite number. Like, I think if, I think it's, Rogers it's not, will, it's not I, an infinite Rogers number. Will, I, you can't divide or multiply by zero. You can't divide by zero. You can multiply by zero, dummy. This is you not a math you can't podcast. Divide by zero. <laughs> you can't divide by zero. That's for sure. You can't. You can't. You cannot divide. Oh my God. <laughs> Benson, stop talking. <laughs> you guys. Okay. So if Brady throws. Do you guys know what the record is for most touchdown passes in an NFC title game? I'm going to tell you what the record is, and you have to guess who got it. I'll give you one guess each, and I'll tell you. Uh, it has to be six. The record yeah, is five. Okay, so it's more than more Matt, than Matt Ryan. No, it's not. That that was one four and F- one passing rush. touchdown. This is only passing touchdowns. I'm going to go with Brett Favre. Oh, oh, that Ryan game was not the. Wait. No, he, he was four plus one rush. I never would have guessed this person. That's your only hint. Sorry, Ryan, you wasted your guess. Wait, I, I thought you said it was five for Matt Ryan. No, four. No, Ryan down. had four passing and one rushing. This is five passing. Aaron Brooks. Um, can you give me a, like a a decade? Uh, it's happened this century. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mark Sanchez. Kerry Collins. Ooh, for the Titans. For the Panthers. Titans or the Giants? See, that's the Giants. It's all, you don't even. <laughs> he played for so many teams. It's. <laughs> that is insane. Oh, is this against the? It could have been against the. Was it against the Vikings? Against the Vikings, the forty-one nothing game. That's right. That's right. Forty-one Man. nothing. Yeah. And then who they? I, I've, and then they and they got smoked the by the Ravens in the Super Bowl. That's right. Okay, that's right. That's right. They Jason, like C- thir- Jason Seahorn, the last white cornerback, played in that game, and he's married and, to the who's the movie star? He's married to Breach. She was in like uh, oh Angie Harmon. Angie Harmon, nice. The uh, Ravens lost the shutout on that kickoff return for a touchdown. That's right. Um. But back to this game. All right, you want my goal prediction? Yes. All right. I was so uh, – I'll, I'll tell you the punchline in a second. But here it is. Devontae Adams, you may have heard of him, is going to have more receiving yards than Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans combined. And let me tell you why. Number one, Devontae Adams is really, really good. I love Stephon Diggs so much. I actually had Stephon Diggs. I forgot it was he was the player in this game. So, but Devontae <laughs> Adams is not a bad backup. So in the in the game um, on Sunday, it's the Saints. AB one catch for ten yards. Gronk one catch for fourteen yards. Chris Godwin four catches for forty three yards. Mike Evans one catch for three yards. Seven catches, seventy yards, one touchdown. Yeah. Now that the Packers defense isn't nearly as good as the the Saints defense, but uh, hey, that's lots of bold prediction. Well, I think. For starters, uh, you know, I'll give you a B plus. I'll take it. Um, it happened last week, so little, little less. <laughs> it literally just happened last week where Devontae Adams had a better game than all of those guys, uh, uh, combined. So that's a little bit of a tough one in the sense that it's but not. You don't expect it to happen two weeks in a row. You wouldn't expect it to happen in a head to head matchup. Plus, if Devontae Adams goes ham in the receiving game, you would assume that the Buccaneers guys need to come back and do well. As, also, however, uh, Mike Evans, not exactly a target hog, not seeing a ton of throws his way, catching a lot of stuff in the red zone. 
So he couldn't, you know, he, like he had a touchdown, but you know, maybe he ends up with two short touchdowns or something like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe I think there's a decent chance that Antonio Brown is, doesn't play or is limited. Yeah. I think he has a quad is some sort of lower body injury. So sure that, that, sure. that helps your case right there. And then Rob Gronkowski, his routes run on per game are way down because they're keeping him in the block. So basically, I think you just need to have Devontae versus Chris Godwin. And so if, if Devontae goes for 175. Yeah, yeah he's going to win the bets. Oh, you think so? Okay. I, I was trying to make it. What's, what's an even he bet? For 175? He has four guys, three and a half guys versus that. I don't think, I, mean, I think Gronk's going to max, max out at 30. So you need Godwin and Evans to go off, which can certainly happen. Mm, yeah, it can happen. 175, Reach, who are you taking? Devontae or the field? Uh, probably the field. That's I bold. Think it's, I think it's close. No, I think it qualifies as bold. Though. If I'm picking four, the field, that means it's bold. If you get four Bucks guys, four specific Bucks guys, like you don't include you Scotty can take Scott, Miller or you, you Cameron can take, Brate. You can take Scotty Miller or Cameron Brate. You want to sub one of those guys out, that's fine. Leonard Fournette, who actually had a lot of receiving yards last week. Well, you don't want to say all. Pick your four is what I'm saying. Pick your four, your best four bucks receivers versus 175 and Devontae. Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, Cameron Brate, and Rob Gronkowski. Jesus. <laughs> you tried to, the idea is to win the bet. <laughs> um, you know, I'm betting on Devontae. Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't All think right. I, I give it a B plus. It's like, it sounds insane, but I think it's actually plausible. All right. I'll take the B plus. Thank you. Uh, so what do you expect from the Bucks passing game then? Chris Godwin, if he doesn't drop the ball, he can go off. Michael Evans too. I mean, you know, there's Jair Alexander, Alexander, and then there are a bunch of other guys out there. They're not as, they're not anywhere close to being as good as the the Saints' defense front four, although their front four is pretty good, uh, especially the secondary. So, I can see Chris Godwin and Mike Evans combining for 175, and then all you need is Gronk to catch a pass, and you know, if you want to sub out Cameron Bray for AB or whatever, he'll go for 30. Okay. Uh, Breach, where are you kind of at? Oh, uh, I'll give I, my bold prediction is that Aaron Rodgers throws for or has five total touchdowns. All right, that's what you said on the show. That's why I had to one up you with the six. <clears throat> but that's lot. bold because again, it's only been done once ever by Matt Ryan against Aaron Rodgers. The irony here. I just think Rodgers is going to come out. Like I think he saw that Drew Brees is you know Drew Brees is done, lost his only shot as a, at a second Super Bowl. His final shot of the second Super Bowl to Tom Brady. I think Rogers is going to come out laser focused, and I don't think the Bucks have the weapons on defense to slow down what the Packers want to do. I think the Packers will won't try and force the run. They'll let Rogers sling it around, and they'll try and make Tom Brady beat them in the pass game. And I, I think so. I don't think it'll work, and I think the Packers will roll in this one. I, I, we, I think, I think Brett breaches with us too, but I agree with that 100%. That was going to be my bold prediction to tie it all together was that both teams win by the Bills and the Packers win by double digits. Ooh, that's a pretty that's good a, that, That's bold. Uh, cause Brent said, I do agree with you the way that I think Leonard Fournette has had a good playoff. And I think that the, the Buccaneers absolutely try and get the run game going. Uh, but again, like the AFC game, this is also a rematch of a, a weird, Week six game. You know, we talked about what happened with the Bills and the rescheduled games, but with the Packers, you know, we always talked about that game is you just see Rogers body language. Like he gave up at halftime. He was like, this is over. I don't care. Yeah. Like let's move on. 
Yeah. But the, the, the weird thing about this game is that Rodgers threw five interceptions all season. Two of them came in a four-play span in the second quarter of this game. So he threw 40% of his season interceptions in a span of four plays. Like, that's not going to happen again. He threw a pick six. He's only thrown three pick sixes in his career. Highly doubt he is going to throw another pick six because uh, that would be two in one season when he's only thrown three in his entire career. He got sacked four times and threw multiple picks. That's only happened four times in his career. So this was just like a confluence of weird, weird events that happened to the Packers in that game for whatever reason. Also, that was in Tampa Bay where it was like 75 degrees and warm. It's going to be 25 degrees, ice cold in Green Bay. And, you know, weather isn't a huge issue to professional football players, but it does come into play in the sense that, like, these guys in Green Bay, they get to practice. They get to be in that all week. There's no way to replicate that in Florida. So you're sitting out there practicing. All of a sudden, you land in Green Bay, and you're like, good God, like, this is horrible. So it it does – there is a little bit of psychological edge I think the Packers have. Uh, I like Green Bay, and you guys both like Green Bay. I mean, the the Packers lost three games all year long. Rodgers only had one bad game all year long. It was against Tampa Bay. I mean, it was the only game that, like, that the Packers were not within one score. And again, as Breach pointed out, uh, Aaron threw up his hands at halftime, said, forget it. I'm not even going to try. He had two games all season long with a passer rating below 107, which is ridiculous, including the playoff game. The uh, Panthers game in week 14, which they won – or the Panthers were kind of making it, keeping it close. I guess that was a Saturday game. And then the Tampa game, when he was a 35.4 passer rating, 16 of 35 for 160 yards, zero touchdowns, two picks. I just, I just think, I mean, I don't think that he's going to do that again. I think Tampa's defense has gotten worse, particularly on the back end. And I, I, I just don't think he's going to throw two picks in a game. It, like you say, Breach, I mean, guy doesn't throw picks. And, and one of those picks was targeted for Devontae Adams in that game. Devontae Adams had been out the prior three weeks with a hamstring injury. So they just weren't on the same page. I think he had like six catches, but like it was still, they weren't really on the same page. You could kind of tell it. And I think that part of the reason that, uh, played into Rogers frustration because he was like, look, me and Devontae, if we're not on the same page, nothing's going to happen. We're not coming back. Let's just mail this one in, get the game over with, and move on. And, and obviously, Devontae Adams is at the top of his game right now. So the Buccaneers got Devontae at the bottom of his game. Now they get him at the top of his game, which is why uh, Wilson's prediction may not be so ridiculous. And I'll throw one fun fact in real quick from our CBS Sports research team. Uh, since the wild card round began in 1978, teams trying to win their third straight road game, which is the Buccaneers, are 4-13 and straight up all time. Hmm. Not great. So we're all on the Packers here. Sounds like you're on the uh, Bills, too. Try and talk yourself into it. Yeah, I might just assume that Pete Prisco's preseason NFL Super Bowl prediction is going to come true. What is it? Chiefs Packers. Well, well, Packers gonna, part was bold. There's nothing. He's going to be Pete cocking around all week. Yeah, but either way, he's either way he's like it's Allen, and if the Packers get in, he's you know, it's basically like divided by zero. Pete Prisco haven't decided which quarterback to pick. So do we want Chiefs Buccaneers just so Prisco can't rub this in the entire offseason because he will? Or Bill's Bucks. Yeah, because he's going to get one team either way. Yeah. Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. In Tampa Bay. 
Tampa Bay trying to become the first team ever to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Yeah. Um, Although the 49ers played in Stanford Stanford Stadium and the Rams played at the Rose Bowl. Those are the only two that played in their home market. No one's actually played in their home stadium. Okay. Well, next year or whenever the the Super Bowl comes to Cincinnati, I'm sure Joe Burrow will take them there. Super Bowl in Cincinnati. (laughs) The NFL would literally put a Super Bowl in Brazil before they put one in Cincinnati. You're not even joking. <laughs> not at all joking. That's never, the Super Bowl is never going to Cincinnati. Here you <laughs> a preseason Hall of Fame game. <laughs> Hurt AJ Green on bad turf. I was going to say unless the Bengals build a dome, but they won't even build their team an indoor practice facility, so they're not building a dome. They would rather play like they do those basketball games on crew on the, like the 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 uh, aircraft carriers. They would rather play a, a Super Bowl on an aircraft carrier. <laughs> In the middle of the middle of Lake Erie, that set a play in Cincinnati. All right, so uh, we have an almost near consensus here. You guys both have the Bills. I think I'm still in the Chiefs. We all like the Packers to advance. Um, but Brinson, you don't make your official pick till what Friday? Is that when your picks come out? Sunday yeah. night. I think they're supposed to come out Thursday, but I just don't do it until Friday. Are you gonna, Are you going to wait till the Mahomes gets cleared? Or are you going to? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody can make a pick in that game until Mahomes is cleared. I've already made mine. Wilson made Me his. Me too, yeah. But you like the Bills before Mahomes is hurt. That's and right. I like him even more if he is hurt. We're what you, we're what you call sharps. Yeah. Sharps are on it. <laughs> I, saw, I, was, I, was on the, I was on that show with Costas, and I was like, I, I, was, I was just sort of prattling, but I was like, yeah, Kansas Get Sharp. It. And Nick talks to sharp people. <laughs> so like they're like, actually, that's a pretty good description of our show. <laughs> like, uh, okay, that's it for our show. I gotta go fire up the air fryer, make some chicken for dinner. How long is that taking the air fryer? Ten minutes. Wow. Like raw chicken in the air fryer, ten minutes? Uh, maybe fifteen for raw chicken. Fancy. All right. Good one. They're pretty awesome. Next thing off, I'm gonna do fried shrimp. Uh, for Ryan and John, I'm Will. See you later. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.